Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Welcome to the bigger picture. And we are looking ahead to what's coming up on the radar for investors. High on the list is what the FOMC is likely to do. By and large, we are penciling in a 25 basis point rate hike. But the big question is, what's next? To help us out and to also unpack what is in store for the rest of the week, we've got Eddie Lowe, Chief Investment Officer for Maybank Group Wealth Management. Eddie, how's your week going so far? Um, pretty good, thank you. And I'm sure it's about to get busier because it is a few things we need to look out for. We've got a Fed, we've got a European Central Bank, mm-hmm. you've got a Bank of Japan, and <clears throat> a lot of Chinese messaging to unpack from the Politburo meeting. So I think let's start with the Fed first. So mm-hmm. by and large, I think expectations are for a rate hike. But what are you hearing when you talk to your clients or look at the markets? There's a lot of talk about how the US economy is not going to slow down as badly as what people were expecting. Does that mean it's one and done? That's the last rate hike? Yeah, indeed. I think uh, we do not expect any surprise from the upcoming Fed meeting in the sense that uh, the Fed is likely going to hike 25 basis points as what market is pricing in. But as what you rightly pointed out, what matters really is the forward guidance, right? And it doesn't look like the Fed is just going to say, okay, this is going to be the final hike. We are winning the inflation fight. Uh, in fact, I think if you look at the inflation trajectory, while headline inflation has moderated, core inflation remains quite sticky at about 4.8% in the last print, right? So so we are actually still not ruling out uh, another rate hike for the rest of the year. And more importantly, uh, if talking about rate cuts, I think uh, rate cuts is very unlikely uh, for the rest of the year unless growth unexpectedly uh, deteriorates in the U.S., so it sounds like there's a growing scenario that the Fed might just keep rates elevated instead of moving anything in order to keep um, settings restrictive in order for what's been described as sticky with, uh, inflation to go away. Yeah, indeed. I think uh, what is likely going to happen is I think after this hike in July, the Fed may actually take a pause in September to see how uh, the rate hikes have worked into whether it has actually worked on inflation, uh, bringing it down. Right. Uh, if it does not, then it may actually embark on another rate hike. Okay, so typically what the Fed does has a bit of an impact on other central banks. So when you look at the European Central Bank mm-hmm. and the BOJ, how much pressure, I guess, is being eased on that front because the Fed's not going to hike anymore? Well, we see a bit of contrast between the ECB and BOJ. Uh, okay, for ECB, uh, they are likely to follow the Fed and hike another 25 basis point in the upcoming meeting. Uh, in fact, uh, the central bank may continue to signal a pretty hawkish stance as uh, inflation, both headline and core, is still above 5% in the eurozone. So I think this restrictive monetary policies will likely uh, continue to weigh on the growth and earnings in the region. In contrast, I think the Bank of Japan, even with the new governor, I think they, they have, uh, the, the central bank has repeatedly uh, indicated their intentions to maintain an ultra-easy monetary policy stance. However, if you look at inflation trajectory in Japan, uh, it is actually on an upward trajectory in contrast to the likes of the US and Europe. Uh, in fact, June, uh, inflation came in at 3.3% versus May's 3.2%. So we will not be surprised if the BOJ were to sound a little bit more hawkish and you know, adjusting uh, their inflation expectations higher. In fact, we have actually seen some volatility in the dollar-yen uh, reflecting you know, this possibility that the BOJ may surprise on the upside in terms of uh, being tighter earlier than expected. Yeah, um, the BOJ has some pressure to keep rates easy or keep 
monetary settings easy in order for things to go up in that sense. So if you look at the latest messaging from the mm-hmm. bank of, or rather the Chinese side of things, the uh-huh. Politburo meeting, we've been hearing a lot about how there needs to be help for various sectors. How urgent is the help? Because it seems like based on latest indications, a lot of it is slowing down when it comes to activities and business sentiment. And everyone's been watching very closely if there's going to be any stimulus for the property sector. What's your expectations around uh, what type of stimulus we can expect and how urgent it's going to be? Yes, indeed. I think if you look at the latest Q2 GDP growth data from China, well, year on year, 6.3% sounds uh, pretty good, uh, but it's really due to a low base effect last year. And on a Q&Q basis, it's actually only 0.8%, showing a declining momentum. And as you rightly pointed out, uh, things like uh, retail sales activity, property contract sales, these are all really pretty soft. So there is an increased policy urgency to do more to stimulate the, reco- uh, the recovery. In fact, I think the Politburo meeting was actually brought earlier than expected. So it was actually held on Monday. And, and encouragingly, uh, the language has been quite supportive for key sectors, as you mentioned, property, as well as consumption, and even the private sector as a whole, to really revive the animal spirit mm. you know, of the entrepreneurs and, so, and consequently the economy. So I think that the, the markets, if you look at the market reaction, it's been quite positive yesterday uh, in response to the Politburo meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do need to see follow through with actual implementation. So it could be on the property side, you're asking that there could be actual easing of mortgage restrictions. We could see more measures to stimulate consumption and even the tech sector. And hopefully these could help to sustain a market rebound. Yeah, so the property developer guys were among the winners in the Chinese session yesterday. Now, let's talk about what we should be positioned for for the rest of the Mm -hmm. year. And we've been seeing tech being a leader for a good part of the year. Is it time to rotate away from the sector? What's your advice for investors right now? Yes, that's a question that a lot of our clients are asking as well. So, So I think overall, there are reasons to be less bearish. Uh, given the fact that U.S. economy is looking a little bit more resilient than expected and policymakers have also demonstrated the willingness and ability to avert any severe downturn. But we, we still think that, you know, downside risk to growth uh, continue to persist given the restrictive financial conditions we are seeing, especially in the developed markets. So continue to seek quality investments amidst uncertainties, uh, especially maintaining that margin of safety. So when it comes to tech, you know, they, they have actually led the market rally, uh, we have seen outperformance, especially in the what we call the Magnificent Seven uh, stocks in the U.S. So we do think that, yes, while there are merit to believe in the long-term growth potential of the tech sector, we think that there is a need to be more selective given the fact that there are actually pockets of excessive valuation. And in contrast to your point, in addition to that, is that we think that perhaps investors would do well to rotate, broaden beyond tech, to look into some of the legged sectors, and this could include energy sector, mm. healthcare sector, as well as the staple sectors as well. Energy, healthcare, and staples could be worth looking at. We've been chatting with Eddie Lowe. He is the CIO for Maybank Group Wealth Management, helping us to unpack what's coming up on the radar for investors. Eddie, thank you so much for your time this morning. Thanks for having me. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to the full interview, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.